Mordecai flushed out. Open man. He finds him. It's Rasheed Rice running away from everybody. Touchdown, Mustangs. Hit the gritty. 62 yards. Welcome to the Pipeline award-winning podcast. As always, I am your host, Jason Gibbs. You can find me on Twitter at Pipeline underscore. You can find me coming through your speakers right now. We do it every single week, Fantasy Friday, where we talk about DraftKings, $200,000 contest, $50,000 to the first place. But I can't take another step without bringing in the best in the biz, NCAF Nation 24-7. Ryan, how are we doing? Doing good. These midweek uh, MAC games have got me feeling pretty confident. I got back-to-back third-place finishes the last two nights, so I feel like – I'm in prime position to, you know, probably get a third place finish this weekend. Hope so. And, you know, it's not just first place that cash is. Of course, that's the huge prize. But like I said, it's a $200,000 contest. There's lots of money to go around. You don't even have to enter into the biggest contest. There are smaller ones that you can get into. But here's how it works. DraftKings gives you a $50,000 salary cap. Better players cost more, longer shots cost less, try and mix and match, get those points as maxed out as you possibly can, get you in the money, hopefully the big prize. We're going to start as we always do at the top with the quarterbacks. Your top plays, Ryan, this week are C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Jaden Daniels making an appearance. You know, last week that that windy game kind of, made it impossible for C.J. Stroud to do anything through the air. And, you know, I give the Buckeyes credit. They still got to win. But this week against Indiana, he just wants to get back on track throwing the ball. So I could see him having a huge game. His price is pretty expensive. But if you're going to pay up for somebody, you know, he's a guy that I would pay up for. You know, Bryce Young, I doubt, will be high owned. After last week, he, he looked a little rattled. He was probably completed less than 50% of the passes against LSU, I believe. So people just aren't going to pay up at $9,300. But if you're willing to pay up for him, you know, I could see Alabama, you know, throttling Ole Miss and Nick Saban wanting to put it to uh, Lane Kiffin. So at 9,300, I think he's a, be a good contrarian play this week. One thing about CJ Stroud and to your point last week, he, didn't have that great of a game in basically howling wind conditions where the ground game became paramount. He kind of took a dip on the Heisman rankings, the Heisman odds. So I think you're right. He really could look to get on track this week. And I don't want to say pad his stats, but if it's there, it's there. For our value plays, some good looking names here, some, some high talent. Hendon Hooker has been, you know, Heisman favorite probably since week three or four. 8300 not bad for a value play. That's, you know, a really good price for Hendon Hooker. I think Tennessee will bounce back this week. Hendon Hooker will have a big game, so $8,300. He's averaging 28 points per game. Last week was a little rough, but, you know, Missouri, they're definitely not, not Georgia, so – I think he gets back on track. Uh, another guy, Tanner Mordecai at 8,100. I mean, he had nine passing touchdowns last week and one rushing touchdown. He just – he went slam off. They play USF, who is 
Absolutely horrible. I mean, he's probably not getting 10 touchdowns this week, but I could see him getting five or six. So that's a good play. And, and the guy that I really like this week is Riley Leonard at 7,900. I've seen Virginia Tech get torched each week by, by a player, whether it's Israel Banacanda, Drake May, whoever it is. So I could see Riley Leonard. You know, he's a he's a threat running the ball also. So at 7,900, I think he is one of the best values of the week. Riley Leonard flying way, way under the radar. In fact, I would venture to guess most casual college football fans don't even know what team he plays for. Duke, by the way, and he's really putting up numbers. For our long shot plays, only one guy, but he's a guy that we've we've played in the past, and maybe we're going to go to the well if you need to save a little salary cap here. Hunter Deckers. It wasn't much value at, uh, for cheap quarterbacks this week. Usually I can find a guy at 5K, 5,200 that I really, really like, and I feel like I have an advantage on the field. But this week, I didn't want to mess with Drew Pine. I didn't want to mess with Tommy DeVito, and Hunter Deckers is really the only one I see a lot of value in. At 5,700, he's going up against Oklahoma State, and, you know, he's got a top wide receiver in college football, which helps helps him out a lot. So if you need to save some money, take a chance on a low price quarterback, Deckers is, is the one this week. Yeah, averaging 19 points per game, going against Oklahoma State, like you said, chance for some points which let me say i should have said shared this at the beginning ryan writes an article every week dfs we're going to link it in the pod we'll also tweet it out just to give you guys as much information to hopefully put you over the top and get you in the prize money all right turning the page to running backs or top plays three absolute stars chase brown from illinois jameer gives my cousin always a fan favorite and blake corum from Michigan. Out of these three superstars, Ryan, who do you have best? I like Jameer Gibbs. Yay! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ole Miss, you know, it's pretty horrible against the run. I can see Jameer Gibbs. If Alabama wants to win this game and take control of the clock, give Jameer Gibbs 30 touches. Get him, get him 25 carries, 5 to 10 catches, and I guarantee they beat Ole Miss if they do that. So, at 8,700, he's a guy I'm going to want in a lot of my lineups. Obviously, Blake Corm and Chase Brown are good plays any week. You can't go wrong with them guys. They're going to get you get you good value. I don't Chase Brown against Purdue, it's not the best matchup, but he should do okay. And Blake Corm goes up against Michigan uh, against Nebraska, so I can see Blake Corm uh, having a big week also. Yeah, to your point, you kind of mentioned Bryce Young looked maybe a little shaky last week. Maybe Alabama takes a little bit of the pressure off of him. I know he's a Heisman winner, but leans more on the run, even little dump passes to Gibbs, and he could get you quite a quite a bit of points. For your value plays, last week he was in the effective when he was in the wind, and Travion Henderson's been dinged up all year. Do you think Mayan Williams can get us a couple more touchdowns this week? If Travion Henderson doesn't play – Williams is going to be running back one. He's going to get the majority of touches. And against Indiana, Ohio State could just fall in the end zone eight times, I could see. So, Mayan Williams could be, you know, the recipient of, of a goal line touchdown or two. But he also could break off a few big runs. So, at 7,300, he's a good play. Uh, Eric Gray at 7,600. Last year, he disappointed me. 
every week he disappointed me. But this this year, with Dylan Gabriel at quarterback, Gray is having a having a good year. It's like Dylan Gabriel's opening up some lanes for him just because they got a the defenses have to worry about the pass. So Eric Gray at seventy six hundred against West Virginia, I could see him also being a good play. Yeah, a lot of value here this week at running back. Quite a few guys. Make like I said, make sure you guys check out the article. Ryan goes into even more detail for some of these picks. For Longshot, we've used Nick Singleton in the past, and he's come through for us. Maybe going to the well again. Maybe he comes through again. He definitely can't go wrong with him if he's only 5,100. I think Penn State, I think they'll actually be in a dogfight against Maryland. I can see this game being close. I think Singleton is the best talent at running back, even though I like Allen a lot. I think Singleton's got a – Got another level to his game. At 5,100, I'm going to have him in a few lineups. The the guy that is really going to fly under the radar is Jordan Waters. Now, he's the Duke running back. Now, they do use two or three running backs, but he is running back one. And for 5K, I think he's going to be a contrarian play, and you get great value. So, I like him. Logan Diggs at 4,500, we've used him quite a few times, and him and Audrick Estime are the two best running backs for Notre Dame, so at 4,500, that's really good value for Diggs. Yeah, no one's confusing that Virginia Tech defense for the 85 Bears, so Jordan Waters, a really good contrarian play. And just if you're new to the pod, if you're new to DFS, what we mean by contrarian play is going to be a low-owned player, so the superstars, the big names, they're going to be owned by a lot, especially by casual players what you want to find is those gems those hidden gems those diamonds in the rough that are low owned and often very cheap and that's how you can save money and gain a lot of points on a lot of people at the same time for receivers your top play this week Rashi Rice 8400 he's just been a superstar all year he's great man and Tanner Mordecai, that offense have been rolling. Like we mentioned earlier, it's a great matchup. So at 8,400, I'm willing to pay up for him. He's averaging 26 and a half points per game. And this is a week where going up against USF, he could have 30 or 35 points. So great, great receiver. Can't go wrong paying up for him. And then uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. at 7,900. He's, I mean, if last week or in all in the last few weeks with, with uh, Smith and Jigba out, every, it's just obvious that Harrison Jr. is the best wide receiver on the team, and Stroud loves him as his number one target. So at 7,900, I think Ohio State's going to beat the brakes off Indiana. I could see him easily getting two or three touchdowns. A chance there to stack Stroud and Harrison. And, you know, it's going to be a little bit expensive to do that, but maybe we can find some of the – use our the value plays along the way and – and save yourself some money elsewhere. For best value for wide receiver, we looked at Jalen Hyatt. We've looked at Cedric Tillman. They've both been unbelievable. Tillman's obviously been dinged up this year, but he's got a good resume behind him, maybe not this year, but overall his career. But out of those two teammates from Tennessee, who do you like the most there? Well, Tillman, he got he got involved last week, just like I thought he would, and was a pretty good play, but – if Jalen Hyatt's only $7,300, I'm, I'm definitely looking to stack him with him and Hooker and a few lineups. And 
And you know, you, Tillman and Hyde, they aren't they aren't that expensive, so you might be able to stack Hooker with both of them. I, and if they score fifty six points and they all combine, you know, the two receivers combine for four or five touchdowns, that could lead you to a win. So I like them. I like uh, Jacory Brooks. I noticed, in my opinion, he's the best wide receiver that Alabama has. So if Alabama gets in a shootout with Ole Miss or Needs to make a big play action pass. I think Brooks is a good play at 6,300. He won't be high-owned. He's only averaging 14 points per game, but he's due for a, for a huge weekend. Caleb Smith at 5,200. I think Virginia Tech's going to be trailing against Duke. And Caleb Smith is, you know, their senior leader at receiver. He's a big play threat. A lot of times when he catches a big pass, it's 30-plus yards, and it's a one-on-one situation where he just – goes up and, you know, he mans up against the defender and, and dominates him. So, at 5,200, I think he'll be low-owned and he's a good, you know, value play. Always great to get the guys that are going to be low-owned. They're also going to be red zone targets and oftentimes number wide receiver one for their team. Caleb Smith checks all those boxes for Virginia Tech. Your long shot plays, good list here, pretty solid. Maybe we're looking to save some value and so we can get some of the higher price stacks like a, a Stroud and a Harrison Jr. Who do you like the best out of this group? I probably like Case over 4,300. I think C.J. Stroud loves targeting, uh, targeting Stover. They're going to score a lot of points. I could see him having a touchdown or two. But, you know, it's so much value at tight end. You know, Tyreek James is 4,500. Last week I mentioned him, then on the, and on the first drive he got a touchdown. So he's a good play. A lot, too, the tight end for Alabama. He was targeted a lot last week. He looks healthy and good. I, I could see him easily getting a touchdown. And then Theo Johnson and Nick Gallo. So that's the Penn State tight end and Virginia Tech tight end. They're 3,500 and 3,400. I mean, that's – that's almost the minimum price, which is 3K. So both guys will get targets and volume. And, you know, if you if you really need to save money, they're both plays that could get you 10 to 15 points. All they need to do is get in the end zone. Absolutely. And I like both those plays, and I like Latu. I think you're right. He has some talent. He's kind of reminds me of some of those Alabama tight ends from the past, just a, a big target with athleticism. Hard to ever go wrong when you're talking about the Crimson Tide. For mock lineup one, we're going with QB Riley Leonard, running back R.J. Harvey, running back Eric Gray, wide receiver Nick Gallo, wide receiver Cedric Tillman, wide receiver Jordan Curley. Flex here, you're going with Ja'Cory Brooks, wide receiver. Sometimes you go with running backs, but there you're going wide receiver. And then super flex, Hendon Hooker. What do we think about this lineup? Yeah, I paid up at quarterback, so I didn't go the most expensive at quarterback, but Leonard and Hooker are probably like the fourth and sixth highest priced quarterback. So I paid up and got them. RJ Harvey's a guy that I mentioned last week, the UCF running back. I felt like he had taken over as maybe the number one running back and DraftKings hadn't caught on yet. So last week he was 4,800. He, he had a big game and now he's 5,400, but it's still a good value because I mean, UCF's going to have to score a good bit to keep up with Tulane this week if they want to win the game. Eric Gray at 7,600, I was able to pay up for him. And I was able to pay up and get Brooks and Tillman because I went cheap with uh, Nick Gallo and Curley. So 
the lineup's got a good mixture. It's got some low-priced players, and it's got some expensive quarterbacks this week. For your Mutt lineup, too, going with Hooker again at quarterback, running back Logan Diggs, as you mentioned, Will Shipley for running back for Clemson, Jalen Hyatt there. You're, you're pairing both Hooker and Hyatt there. The other one you had, Tillman and Hooker with the, uh, with a the stack. Rashi Rice, as we talked about, Cameron Latu, as we talked about, Flex, your Jordan Waters, and then Superflex, Hunter Deckers. What do we think about this one? I feel like this lineup, looking at them, is better than the mock lineup one, in my opinion. I think having Hyde and Rice in there, that's two guys that could easily get you 30-plus points right there. And then the value with Latu, with Diggs, with Waters, it's so much value there. Will Shipley should bounce back this week and – you know, in this lineup, you're kind of hoping Hunter Deckers goes off for you. And I do usually play a quarterback in Superflex, but the last two nights in the, in the MAC, I actually played a wide receiver and it paid off. But if you do that, you need to play a running back or receiver that's going to get you 25, 30 plus points because it's so easy for quarterbacks to to get you points in this uh, in DFS. So if Deckers can get me 25, 30 points, I feel like this lineup could uh, definitely cash. Yeah, I like the I like the mixing in this lineup. I like the, you know, matching and the salaries and as you said, value up and down the lineup. If you're new to DFS, feel free to DM us. Make sure you're I'm sure you're already following Ryan, NCAF Nation 24-7. You can always uh, DM him. He's open, he'll help you out. We'll help you out at pipeline underscore. If you haven't subscribed to the pod, please do. All that support helps out and it just helps us keep these pods and website and articles and everything going. We just love college football so much and, and we love to share that passion with the fans. But we And we thank you so much for all your support. I think that's going to put a bow on it. Like I said, make sure you check out Ryan's article. The link will be in the pod description. And we'll see you guys next time on the Pipeline Award-winning podcast.